Are you with me? Yeah. Cool. Uh, this is Dick of the Wolf. So, <laughs> I've actually got decent content for this, even though we don't prepare content for this or anything at all. I've, um, you know, I've gotten somewhat decently uh, interested in the stand-up thing. Yeah. So, I've been, like, notating a little bit deeper in notation, um, you know, stuff that I may potentially be able to work out as a bit. Yeah. And I got a I got a pretty good one today. Um let let's just work it as instead of working as a bit. You played sports as a kid? Played uh I played a couple sports. I did a little sporting. Uh uh did you do any sporting like that required you to go get like a mandated physical? Uh no, but I had to get a physical to go to camp. Oh, okay. How old were you when you got your first physical? What fucking probably, camp were you going to? Boy Scout camp. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, what? Uh, yeah, that that kind of makes sense. Yeah, I thought you were getting physicals for church camp, and they were doing them like in the back of the church or something, like behind where they dunk the kids in the water. No, uh, scout camp. You like, you're out in the motherfucking woods, pretty far from a fucking hospital for a week, and so yeah, they had to make sure that you're not going to fucking keel over. Um, yeah, that makes sense. I was probably so how 14, old were you when you got your first physical? 14? 14? Yeah, probably. Oh, so you were, like, pretty aware of what a physical was at the time. Yeah. Was it a girl doctor or a dude? Uh, my first one was a dude. Oh, uh, yeah? What was that like? I It was a physical. Yeah? It was like, you weren't, like, nervous going into it or anything? No. Oh, okay. Were you nervous about your first physical? I didn't know what the fuck was going on because I was in second grade, so I was like eight. Why are you in the second grade getting a physical? Well, I played football for the school. Your school had elementary school football? Yeah. What the not fuck like, well, kind okay, of school okay. does that? Hold on, let me bring this back. It was not for the school. Uh, I was playing football uh, on like a team. It wasn't like for the Y, but it, it was, was like, like youth league. Yeah, it was Little League. Yeah, Little League. Yeah. Uh, so I had to get somebody to look at my PB so I could play Pee Wee. Um, it was fucking weird, dude, because I'm like eight. And I didn't, like, they just said that I got to go get checked out by a doctor to play. And in my mind, I'm going to go do the thing where I'm on the treadmill with the tube hooked up and I got to keep the ping pong ball in the air and this montage music playing. But that's not how it was at all. <laughs> uh, this was not like I met in space training. Because um, <laughs> it wasn't space training. It was fucking peewee football. So I just had to go and let somebody touch my balls and cough a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that going into it. I didn't know. Like, nobody was like, hey, he's probably going to touch your dick. Like, no. There's like, you got to get a physical. Right. So I'm there. It's me, and I remember it was my dad. And prior to this, I had only seen pediatricians. I hadn't been to, like, a doctor, doctor. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. Like, I don't know if pediatricians do physicals. I think my first one was my pediatrician. Yeah, they, you were seeing a pediatrician when you were 14? Uh, I have, like, motherfucking medical problems, and so I just saw the same doctors forever. That was probably just a specialist, then. That was probably the end of the time where I saw him, but it's it like a Rodney doctor. to do doctors sucks, so I just went to him until I was, like, 14. Yeah, that makes sense. Ross was the same one, so he's like 35. Sure. Anyway, um, <laughs> I I met this guy once before. I got a preface. I met this dude, this doctor, once before, and it was out in public. I didn't meet him uh, under the pretense that he was a doctor. And his name was Dr. Bob, and he, he had there's one thing that he was missing that most doctors have. A second eye? What? A second eye? Have I told you this story before? No, I just know who you're talking about. Oh, you really know Dr. Bob? Yeah. So, like, you know what he looks like and shit. No, I don't go to him, but I know people who do, and I know that he's got one fucking eye in an airplane. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks for stepping on that. He's missing a fucking eye. And up to that point, I just thought that my dad had this, like, older gentleman that used to be a pirate as a friend, which I was interested in. What I was not interested in was, this was having that man fondle your balls. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we go, we go, and I'm like, all right, get the physical, cool. I'm going to do, like, the cool Rocky montage, run on the treadmill, keep the ball afloat thing. I can do this. I'm a champ. I got it in my heart. So we go to the doctor, and here we are with fucking Patchy the goddamn pirate in a fucking evil layer lab suit. <laughs> pull your pants down. And I was like, excuse me? And at that moment, I start fucking screaming and running from this goddamn evil villain that's chasing trying to hold my The fucking Cyclops is trying to molest me. Screaming for the ghost of Chris Hansen to fucking save me. Fucking remember making eye contact with my dad. He's laughing his ass off. My eyes are bigger than a fucking cast iron skillet at this point. Like, <laughs> and then he helped me down and grabbed my balls. <laughs> so the title of this one is Logan Got Molested by a Cyclops, for sure. First indication to me that sports were gay. Yeah. And, like, after that, sports have always been gay to me. I went on to play a second season just because... You know, I miss Dr. Bob, I guess. <laughs> I had to have I a physical warm, done for work. And, uh, warm to, for this work? For this job? Yeah. What do you need a physical to do accounting for? I don't know. I guess for insurance or something. Oh, that could make sense, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they. that was, like, the least physical physical I've ever had. It was like, how tall are you? Hey, you're fat. Pee in this cup. <laughs> they didn't touch your nuts? No. Oh, uh, dude, I had in my head if I ever had to do a physical again, I would make sure, no matter if it was a lady or a dude, I would make sure that I had a raging fucking heart on when I went in. <laughs> oh, all right. Would you like to do this another time? Like, actually, I'm just going to try to go for a twofer here. I've been having an issue. Um, the guy on the television told me to contact you if this lasts longer than four hours, so. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Sir, have you taken any Viagra? Nah. Went on a bender. What kind of bender? I just fucking drank whiskey and jacked off. <laughs> How many times? Well, I stopped counting after 11 because it started to be ghost loads. <laughs> I lost count when I ran out of fucking squares to jack off into had like a mat laid down on the floor and I just tried to fill up every square. What in the fuck? <laughs> uh, thanks for coming in late on that one. Uh, I got some more if you want to hear it. Oh yeah, go ahead. I mean, unless it's just more of that. It's not just that. I got uh, <laughs> Well, this was pretty good. Like, that was a solid, like, Probably without interruption, that could be a solid five-minute bit. Yeah. Where, like, at the end of that, I was like, that's how I knew sports is gay. But if you want to talk about something that's not gay, I'll tell you one thing that's not gay, and that's picking your fucking notes. Uh, <laughs> I don't, that's not a good segue. <laughs> I thought you had something for that. I did, yeah. Well, it was about picking notes. Uh, this segue is into other things. This, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it's weird, like, trying to do this stuff in a conversation. But, like, honestly, I just want to know, why do I have to hide picking my nose? Why is that something that's not socially accepted? We all fucking do it. You pick your nose? Uh, not really. Like, if there's some shit in my fucking nose, like, I'll go to the bathroom and, like, get it out with something. But, like, I'm not just... What do you mean with something? Like, thing. tweezers? No, I'll get, like, toilet paper or something and try and get the shit out. So, like, I like blow to it out? I my finger up my nose. Oh, God, that's one of my favorite things to do. Honestly, like, that is are my, you, like... Huh? You picking your nose, like, throughout the day? Uh-huh. Just low-key? No. Oh, just openly. <laughs> If I'm in the car, I don't give a fuck. Sometimes I'll catch myself at my desk like, oh, fuck, I'm knuckle deep here and there's people around. <laughs> yeah, blow I mean, your nose 
toes, dog. There's ways to get it out. Yeah, my fucking finger. It's way more fun that way. You ever um, fucking get one that it's like you feel it behind your eyes when it comes out? Uh, Yeah, I like the long ones. Uh, The ones that are kind of gooey that, like, you pull it, and it's still attached somewhere inside there. Yeah. Yeah, those are good. Um, My favorite ones are, like, fresh in the morning. Those are real dry. They're kind of crunchy. And, uh, like, you you would imagine they'd be crunchy. Like, not crunchy in the sense that if you bite into it, it'll crunch, but just, like, they're flaky, I guess. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Done with this conversation. (laughs) So, yeah, in the morning, like, they usually come all out in one one grab. You know, you stick the finger up there, you got to fucking buttload of them assholes. What are you doing in a dusty environment that you have so much up your nose to get out? I got two kids and two dogs. Everything's fucking crusty in my house. That's what it is. Is I, I guess I'm not around as much dust as you. I don't know. I just pick my nose a lot. I don't know. You're like, I'm not saying I'm always getting something. I don't just have a finger up there just rubbing the inner walls of my fucking septum. But that's what it sounds out. like if you're not always getting something. No. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not always going up there if there's not something there. Like, you know when something's in your nose. And sometimes I'll just, like, maybe something is up there. I'll stick a finger up there. I'm like, nope. Nope. Oh, wait. There's one right there. Yep. There's so one. sometimes it. it's purely exploratory? Just to see if there's anything in there, yeah. And then, like, when you pull one out, it, it pulls one from the back, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's it right there. Like, if you're ever in my car in the driver's seat, and there's, like, folded up napkins, like, not wadded, but neatly folded. Oh, yeah, there's fucking boogers in it. I'm going to get you some type of gadget for your boogers. There's got to be something. They've got those earwax things. I'd like I'm going to get you that up. thing that you use. Uh, you know how babies have, like, the fucking one you squeeze? I one of those on a try. It doesn't work on grown-ups. Well, they also have one that's a tube that you suck on. I'm going to get you that, and you'll just have a tube going from your mouth to your nose. You're sucking your own boogers out. I don't want that. I want to be able to pull it, you know? I want to be able to grab it, pull it with my finger. It's not about just cleaning my nose. It's about the exploration, you know? I'm up there, I'm up there like motherfucking, uh... Don't keep throwing this bitch. No, nah, I was going to say Nicolas Cage trying to find America's best treasure, but yeah. Yeah, you want to see the real American pickers? Watch me in the fucking car, dude. Catch me in a stoplight. <laughs> like, did you ever pull up to a stoplight and you looked over like, God damn, that guy's picking the fuck out of his nose. Yeah, that's definitely that's happened. Like me, dude. And, like, if I look over and catch somebody watching me, Lord help me, I hope there's something in there, because I'm about to pull it out and show you. Dude, if you pull up next to somebody who's picking their nose, do you do it, too, out of sympathy, or are you probably already doing it? Uh, no, I'm not already doing it, usually. If I see somebody picking their nose, when I'm picking my nose, I'm focused dead ahead, and I'm giving, like, a blank. I see through the whole world stare, like, huh? My eye, like, my pupils may be looking forward, but I'm looking inside my nose. You've got 3D wireframes of the interior of your nose. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I, I'm feeling it. Ow, brother. Like, if I, if I pull up next to somebody and see them picking their nose, I would in hope that they get to the point that I love to get to. It's like, yeah, they're going to fucking get it. They're going to get it. And, then, like, when I see them pull their finger out and look at it, I'm like, hell yeah, eat it, motherfucker. Because I would never eat my boogers, but seeing someone else does it, do it, it just fucking does something to me. Man. I'm like, yeah, fucking you, eat it. You're probably into fucking booger porn, man. Is there booger porn? Probably. There's all types of weird shit. What would you you watch do people eat porn? I'm sure there's something to do with boogers. Dude, I just like briefly flipped through the the the, the rolodex of booger porn possibilities in my head. And I just gagged like three times. <laughs> Booger porn. Like you know, some people like like uh, they're into like pimple popping and stuff. Yeah. And they're into like you know like just that fucking gross shit. Like I'm just into picking my fucking nose, dude. That's all I want to do. The pimple shit fucking horrifies me, dude. Fingers dude, it's it's a fucking mix, bro. Cause like uh, it's nasty and I'll gag, but I'll still want to watch. Like, oh, I hope she gets it. Oh, no, I like. If somebody's watching that, I'm like, oh fuck no, and I'm leaving. Oh, all right, let's move on. So, 
Um, the transition for this was like the best thing about having kids as me. I don't know about everybody else. But the greatest thing about me having kids is I can wipe my boogers on shit and blame it on them. <laughs> you Dude, motherfucker, man. And I'll wipe a fucking booger on them. Oh, you fucker. And then my wife's like, oh my god, Mason, you got a fucking booger on your shirt. Dude, like, Mason's going to turn 14 and whoop your ass. <laughs> I hope so. I can't wait till he gets old enough for me to punch him in the mouth and mean it. <laughs> Fuck. Dude, he fucking needs it. He kicked me in the head the other day. <laughs> here's the thing about pri- and like here's another good thing this is fucking working out perfect here's another good thing about kids is you can you can practice UFC moves on them so like I watch a lot of MMA highlight reels uh, when I'm at home and just like you know it, it comes up and I'm like fuck yeah I'll watch this one somebody getting their shit fucked up here's the mistake you're gonna make if you're gonna practice these moves on your kids don't let them watch the videos with you because then you'll start getting fucking like- neat See how he got out of it. I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah, well, I taught Mason how to do an arm bar the other day. Like, he's not great at it. But he's but doing he, it to Luca anyway? No, he, I told him, like, no practicing on your brother. Because that, that gets fucky. Because the other day he was stomping on Luca's head. That wasn't cool. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> and Luca was just trying to help him, too. And then, like, Kayla got mad at Mason. And Luca came there and was like, stop yelling at him. <laughs> Gang shit, alright So, like I'm practicing moves on Mason And we're fucking going at it We'll always like, I'll throw him down onto the beanpack So it won't hurt him or anything And I yeah. see he's getting a little frustrated So I'm like, you know I kind of start taking on a big brother role Where I push it a little bit And I just like push it, like let's see how mad he'll really get and See what he does if he's mad So I make You're him a little bullying bit your kid. I'm not fucking bullying my kid I'm teaching him character Anyway, no, man. He knows it's all right, dude. I wrestled with Marla. She knows it's all right. She hasn't bit me. You wrestle with your dog. You wrestle with your kids. That's what you do, dude. You wrestle with your kids. I think. I don't know. I didn't have a dad growing up. So I fucking wrestle with him. And, like, I like I don't, like, full-on wrestle with him. But, like, I'll, like, you know, put him in a triangle every once in a while. But not, like, tight or anything. And, like, I'll just mess with him. And it's a lot of defensive moves. And he'll try to come at me, and I'll move, and he'll fall down. It's fun. But, dude, I was on my hands and knees, and, like, I, w- I was getting off of him, letting him up. He got up. He ran back and kicked me right in the side of the head, like, right in the fucking temple. And my first instinct was to punch him in the stomach. <laughs> and I got I ran back. I was like, oh, God, I can't punch a four-year-old in the stomach. What am I doing? I'm a rear naked hold, and I made him yell. <laughs> I was like, I was like, say uncle. He was like, I don't know what you're talking about. He didn't get it. He's like, Uncle Alex, I don't know. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, your kids are going to fuck you up when they get older. But yeah, and it always sucks because you have to have that talk right after. It's like, do we tell mom about this? And then I'm telling mom. I'm like, fucking no. You tell mom we can't play rough anymore. You always cry when we can't play rough. <laughs> your choice. Yeah, he also cries when we do play rough. Dude, I'm starting a compilation of scaring videos, um, but I'm only putting the ones in there where I scare Mason so bad that he cries. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot more than you would think. Like, I'll, I'll hide in one place and, like, make it, like, a somewhat obvious place to hide, and then I'll hide in that place three times in a row and then set the place up to look like I'm hiding in it and hide somewhere else, you know, pull the blanket off, graduates high school, be like, I've got this video and y'all need to play it on the big screen while Mason walks across the stage. Oh, no, no, no. Videos of them when they're like toddlers and stuff, that's not going to affect them when they're in high school. I'm looking for the middle school ones and the freshman year videos where like I scare them till they cry. Or like, just... You make like, shit in pants before prom. Or just fucking like, dude, 
yeah, like fucked up shit like that, not make him shit his pants. Like just pour water on his crotch. He's like, it's his pants, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hormones are going everywhere. So somebody's like, I peed my pants. Oh no, oh my god. You turn red and shit, and you like the same reaction as if you actually peed your pants. Peeing your pants makes you cool. Instead of me, Miles Davis. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm going to make a lot of fucking, like, dude, I'm going to make him so uncomfortable when he's in high school. I'm going to bust in his room, like, in the middle. I'm going to set my alarms in the middle of the night and I'm going to bust in it. Like, you jack it off! He's going to be like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> dude, that makes, like, all this, I'm trying to give him a good amount of trauma, but not too much to where he's, a, like, a murderer, but just enough to where he's really funny. I don't know, man. It's like enough tra- enough trauma, and he's gonna be funny, and he'll be more popular, you know, because he he will that barrier will be broken down where he's not embarrassed easy, and he's more outgoing. I don't know he's if that's the truth, gonna... man. What do you mean? I don't know if, if it you works don't that get, way. Well, if you don't get embarrassed easily, you're gonna be more outgoing because you're not gonna have that fear of you know getting embarrassed, or you're going to embarrass him all the time, and, oh, fuck. Yeah, uh, that's probably what's going to happen. He's just going to build up a wall and never enter in any situation where he could possibly become embarrassed as, like, a coping mechanism. So he's going to be a nerd? Yes, that's what happens. Oh, fuck it. He didn't have to be cool and funny or smart. Look at you. I'm cool, funny, and smart. You're a fucking nerd. Am I a nerd? Yeah, you're a fucking nerd. Dude, I have been ripping these people apart on Words of Friends lately. I can't find you on there. I downloaded it, and my cousin, who's not that smart, beat me at it. Now, he probably cheats. That's what I do. Oh, I got those vowels. Yeah, that's fine. You can swap letters. I cheat. That's how I win. Now, now, here's the thing. Uh, I cheat with old people. Like, I'll play specifically old people because I uh, I just want to fuck up a boomer's day is all I want to do. <laughs> like, I play, I got it so me and Kayla could play a lot, and I won't cheat when I'm playing with her because it, it's fun then. It's a challenge. It's fun. When I'm playing boomers, it's just not, I'm not even playing anymore. Every time I fuck it, it's my turn again, I got this thing where I can upload my my board straight to it and it's like these this is the highest points that you can get with the letters that you have and I'll plug you it in fucker, man I'll send him a fucking message I'm like fuck you Walter do you really do that yeah fuck yeah dude I talk shit to him you got to man you got to keep them in their place why not I'm not gonna lose anything over it but here's the thing I found out through this that I've actually gotten better since I started cheating. Because you see what success looks like? Yeah. Like, honestly, that's 100% it. I feel like cheating makes you better at things. Well, I'm definitely a fan of the ideology that if you didn't win or pass and you didn't cheat, then you probably didn't want to win or pass bad enough. That's it, brother. You got it. This only works. This works in every every situation except for a relationship. That is the only part. That's the only like situation it doesn't work in. Because cheating does not make you win in a relationship. Unless your goal in the relationship is to see who can fuck more people that aren't in the relationship. In which case, that's exactly how you fucking win. Yeah, that's the only way to win. But that's a loser's game. Uh, yeah, that's that's a win-lose, yes. I do not condone cheating in that scenario, but in every other situation, sure. Because, like you said, you get a taste of success. You get to see what winning looks like. You get in, like, you're like, fuck, dude, I don't want to lose again. And then if somebody takes cheating from you, then you have to work harder to get to that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, like, honestly, you could break that down to a level of, like, poverty, man. People just see what losing looks like all the time, so they're cool with it. But, like, you put a rich kid out on his own, and he's going to fucking suck some dick to get back up. He's going to figure out how to be on the come up again. That's for sure. Yeah, um, there's this show that I saw the commercials for, but I never watched it. 
Was it House Hunters? Love that show. No, it was like uh, Property Brothers. That one's a good Ninety one. Day Millionaire or Thirty Day Million. I think it was Ninety Days because Thirty Days sounds like too short of a time. But um, too short of a time. But it was like an undercover boss sort of situation where he like nobody knew who he was. He went to a town where he didn't know anybody, and he had like some clothes, a hundred bucks, and a pickup. And he said that in this amount of time, he could make a, like a million dollar business. And it was like, yeah, fuck you. You know how the whole thing works, dick. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, what? That's a fucking show? Yeah, I never watched it. I just saw the commercials. Why would you not watch that, Rodney? That seems like it's got all the answers to the questions that we've been fucking asking. I don't know when it came on. I mean, you probably find it on the internet. It's like if there was a show that was like, how to get money without working and get pussy at the same time. You know, like, I'm not going to watch that. You're right, I probably should have watched it. Why not? Why would you watch that? That that literally gives you everything that we could ever want. Yeah, I should have watched it. Yeah, oh, I thought you said, yeah, I wouldn't watch that. Like, no, no, I'm definitely going to keep an eye out for how to get paid for not working and get pussy at the same time. Yeah, you got to keep an eye out for that. Yeah, if that uh, comes on, I'll DVR it. Yeah, you fucking figure it out. And I'll, I'll take the first half of that equation. Um... I had more in here. I think I fucked up my segue, though. Oh, yeah. Blame shit on my kid. Um, <laughs> there was no fucking segue for this. I just wrote it down because I thought it was funny, and it's somewhat true. Um, I could probably go further into this, but I was talking about blaming farts on my dog. Uh, yeah. It's like, I mean, I got backstory to that. I can make a bit out of that. My grandma used to blame farts on the dog all the time. Well, I probably couldn't make a bit about that, because that's literally all I have. Unless I just wanted to do a whole bit about my grandma, in which, like, me and a couple of my friends have walked in on her asleep on the toilet. <laughs> it's never and happened that, to me. Like, this is fucking true. Chris walked in on her, like, three times. And <laughs> Jesus. I get that from her, where we, we shit with the door unlocked. We're trying to be ready for everything, you know? Ready for what? Somebody come in, have a party, I don't know. Just to walk in there and throw her a fucking Michelob? Like, we're doing this. Party yeah, time. One, like, the number one way to get laid in a bathroom is to leave the door unlocked. We're talking about your grandma falling asleep on the shitter. Let's not hey, turn this to, into how to get laid on the she's shitter. She's trying to get something, brother. That's what I'm saying, dude. She don't have any moves left. That's her only move. So like, just go in there and lay pipe? In here. Huh? Does Chris go in there and lay pipe? I don't know. I knew he used to jack off in my bathroom. While your grandma was in there? See, I That's never put those move. two together, but could be a good correlation. Fucking power move. Hey, oh, yeah. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I don't even need the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> he just takes his shirt off, looks in the mirror, flexes, and waxes meat. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Chris. You've the way got the pros this. do it. Hell yeah, dude. If you're not jacking off in the mirror, you're fucking not gay. <laughs> um, have we talked about how masturbation's gay? Have we talked about it on the podcast, right? I think so. You said if you're touching a dick, you're gay. Yeah, it's true. So if we follow along the lines of how most people believe in masturbating your own cock isn't gay. Yeah. I think that's the general sense of what people believe. It's not gay if you're touching your own dick. Is it gay if you're jacking off looking in a mirror? I don't think it's gay because it's not another person. So not like, necessarily. What is to be said about somebody that like, doesn't watch porn, they don't close their eyes, they don't fucking lay in bed and stare at the ceiling, look at magazines, they just stare at the tip of their dick while they're jacking off until they ejaculate? Supreme focus. Is that like you like you wouldn't be like that guy's a fucking psycho. Before you got to just staring at their own dick, I thought you were about to get to like a Buffalo Bill thing where it's like, Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. And I mean, okay, yeah. So I'm sure there are people out there in the world because I couldn't have come up with this thought on my own. I'm that wanna like, fuck themselves? No, fuck. Would yeah. No. Shit. There's levels to 
flipped this over. So I have heard this somewhere before. I don't know where. I can't quote it. But I know I didn't just come up with this in my head. I know I've heard that, uh, like, a joke or a story about somebody tucking their dick and looking at themselves in the mirror. Yeah, like Buffalo Bill. Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, and Justin like, well, okay, yeah. So if you Buffalo, well, Buffalo Bill wore other people's skin. Yeah, in, like, the movie, though, he's in the fucking mirror with, like, a robe on with his dick tucked, and he's like, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me, and he's dancing around, he's got lipstick on. So in that scenario, if he was jacking off to himself cross-dressing, would that make him gay? I don't think so. That's cool. Um, moving on. If you met your twin, would you suck your twin's dick? No. Is it gay to 69 with your twin? Yes. Oh, not twin. My bad. Fuck this up. Not twin. Is it gay to 69 with a clone of yourself? Yeah, I think so. It's you, though. Yeah, but it's another being. At that point, you're sucking dick. It's your dick, though. It's not the dick that's attached to you. It's the dick really similar to yours. Is it gay to suck your own dick? I think that kind of rides the line. Which line does it ride, though, Rodney? It's your own dick. It's your own mouth. It's masturbation. So, yeah, I guess it's not gay. I'll, I'll pick a side of the line. If jacking off isn't gay, then sucking your own dick isn't gay either. <laughs> Hi. All right. I had a lot of dreams about sucking my own dick. I've never told anybody that before. Like a lot of dreams? Yeah, like a disturbing amount of dreams. Not disturbing, but it's just fucking weird. It's like I'm in a dream. I'm like halfway lucid to where I know I'm dreaming. And like I'm sucking my own dick. I'm like, fuck yeah, I can suck my own dick. And then I wake up and I'm like, I wonder what would happen if I would have came. I thought you were about to say, and I wake up and I try and I realize it was a dream. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, like, I tried, but, like, I stopped trying um, probably five years ago when I started to gain a little bit of midsection weight. It was like, fuck, if I couldn't before, there's no way I'm getting it now. <laughs> this is just getting harder. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can get probably halfway to the point that I was at before, even before I was a good four inches away from doing it. Even if I could just fucking, like, get down there and lick the tip, like, I don't know. Enhanced masturbation, you know? Yeah. If you could suck your own dick, would you blow in your own mouth? No, definitely not. Would that make it gay? Uh, no. I I guess not if we're sticking with the precedent that we've set here. Coming in your mouth is not gay. Okay. Here's a mild separation of this. This is how we get a long list of real gay-sounding shit that's like, oh, nope, not gay. (laughs) So here's a separation of the same scenario. Let's say you beat your meat into your hand and then ate your own. Would that make you gay? Well, if nutting in your own mouth, like, directly from the fucking... Shit is not gay, then no. I guess eating your own junk is not gay. Either. I feel like nothing in your own mouth is a product of of you know that type of masturbation. It's like, like dude, coming in your hand and eating it is just you wanting to eat your own cum. Exactly, because if you're sucking your own dick, then you're like, oh fuck, I'm about to come, but goddamn, this feels good. I don't, just, I want to fucking like, oh, and then you're like a personal struggle. You're fighting your inner self. You forgot what you were doing. You come in your own mouth as an accident, whatever. You can spit it out, or you can swallow it, whatever. Um. But if you're jacking up into your hand, you're putting work in that, you're putting time in it, you're putting thought into it. That's not a personal struggle of like, oh, God, it's about to happen, unless you're like holding your wrist away from your mouth. Like, no, self, don't put cum in my own mouth. You're snowballing yourself, bro. <laughs> that, that was the line. So, I mean, it, does that cross the line? I don't think so. I just based is, on is eating the decisions that have been made gay. today means apparently that's not gay. Is eating someone else's cum gay? It's a lot more likely to be. No no sexual act involved other than the fact that they just beat their meat off into a cup. 
you drinking someone's sperm sample straight out of a cup, nobody's naked. Is it gay? Do you derive sexual pleasure from it, I think, is the thing that determines if that's necessarily gay. You're doing it for nutrition. No, it's not gay. That's just really <laughs> fucking weird. <laughs> what if you've got a turkey baster full of cum and you shove it in your ass for nutrition? Is that gay? <laughs> if you just say it's for nutrition, does that make it not gay automatically? If that's the case, I've got a badass nutritionally rewarding... What the fuck? Nutritionally rewarding mouth-based video game I'd like you to play. No, we definitely... That would be gay. <laughs> Why would that be gay? If you word it to where neither of us are getting sexual pleasure from it, it's not gay. Right? I don't, I don't think it's a matter of what you call it so much as a matter of what it is. If you were forced to have sex with another dude... By gunpoint. Is that gay? I don't think it makes you gay, but the act is gay. So you're not gay if you have sex with another dude at gunpoint? No, you you wouldn't have to be gay for that to happen. But you're not gay after it because you just had sex with a dude? Well, here's the deal. I feel like you're probably the least likely person in the world to be gay after that. Because anytime you're like, oh, yeah, I'd like to fuck a dude in the ass, you just remember there being a gun pointed at your head. But it will probably be a fucking while if you're not gay. All right. Like, fucking dudes will be the last thing you wanted to do after that. So... You could have sex with a dude and not be gay as long as it's at gunpoint. I'm looking for now, the line here. There's a matter of the way you're wording things, because then you're going to say, like, if I say, yeah, you could not be gay, then you're going to say, so if you're fucking a dude, he just points a gun at you the whole time, then that's just a part of it, you're not gay. And it's like, if you know he's not going to shoot you, you're just fucking him with a gun on you, yeah, you're, that's probably gay. But if it's like uh, a third party says, fuck this dude or you're going to die, you don't have to be gay to fuck that dude. You just have to have a sense of self-preservation and an easily erected penis. (laughs) So fucking for survival, not gay. Fucking with gunplay, gay. Yes. Interesting. All right, I can understand that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that makes sense. Uh, just like sucking dick just for nutrition isn't gay. Now, if you're sucking the dick, that's that's probably gay. Earlier, you said you're both clothed and it's in a cup. <laughs> I'm just trying to get it straight from the source, man. I don't want any protein. I'm not gay. Uh... This isn't a source. <laughs> well, you're flipping a damn coin. <laughs> You're flipping a coin? Yes. <laughs> Is this gay? Why is it head every time? Hey, Magic 8-Ball, just make me a homo. <laughs> <laughs> Try again later. Which part? <laughs> <laughs> trying to tell you what you want to hear, you know? Um, I was going to start carrying a Magic 8-Ball with me. Anytime something, there's a decision we made, like shaking it. No, I, I can try again later, but I can't do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had something else on my list here. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is kind of the last thing I have on here. There's no segue into this from fucking sucking dick for self-preservation here. Um, this is going to suck with no segue. i got to find a way to segue to this. I guess I could just go... I don't want to talk about current events. Like, observational comedy is just annoying to me. Um, but I guess I could just talk about that Takashi feller. No. Uh, 
Yeah, what's your view on him? Let's get that. What's your view on Mr. 6-9? He's a rat, and uh, New York City Bloods are probably one of the last groups of people you want to go ratting on. So I've heard a lot of people say that snitching took a lot. Like, that was a a difficult thing to do. You You know? know, Making that decision to to snitch on him was hard. It probably wasn't hard for him to make that decision. It's pretty much, are you a bitch or are you not a bitch? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, some people were a bitch. I read in some places that it was even heroic of what he was doing. Like, he had a lot of courage for doing that and not going into witness protection. Nope. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. He's a dumb fucking sack of shit, and they're probably going to kill his ass. Yeah, exactly. Snitching's fucking easy. You know what's hard? Not snitching. Not snitching is fucking hard. He probably would have been safer in prison than choosing the fucking path that he has chosen. Yeah, but I don't know about that. having chosen that he'd rather snitch than go to prison and that he would rather not go into witness protection means that the only thing that drives him now is that he wants to continue to be rich and famous, which is probably not a good idea if you fuck over such a huge gang. Yep. Yep, they don't care who sees. Let me ask you this. Have, how many times have you snitched on anyone in your adult life? None. What about in high school? How many times did you snitch on someone? None. Really? You never snitched on anyone ever? No. Be honest. You give me like a little like, yeah, snitch on somebody once. That's not my fucking business. Uh, I got invited to a party one time, and I had a group of people. We all got invited. So we go to this party, and they're like, it's open invite, guy, alcohol, it's fun. I was in high school. And I come to this party. Well, I was like 16 or 17 at the time. I was like, cool, man. So went to this party. Uh, we had hell getting there because we couldn't find someone in the country. So we get to this fucking party, and we start to get out, and we see people are going back to their cars. Like, what's wrong? Is the party over? And they're like, no, they're turning people away. And it wasn't even like there was a shitload of people. They're just like, yeah, they don't want all these people here. I'm like, what the fuck? So we call the people on the inside. We're like, hey, what the fuck? Thought we were invited. They're like, yeah, he changed his mind. He doesn't want, he only wants like 10 people here now. But he invited, like, 80 people. I'm like, well, this is fucked up. And I'm like, we got bitches to meet inside. What the fuck? Like, we told them we were going to be there. They're not getting told to leave. I feel kind of singled out right now. And I'm not fucking liking this. And they're like, yeah, they're just telling everybody to leave. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I called the non-emergency number. I called the cops on the ass. <laughs> well... If they're too big of a bitch to have an 80-person party at their parents' house, then they're probably not going to come after you for snitching. Uh, I'm not worried about them coming after me. That's My issue is, like, morally, like, yeah, I shouldn't have snitched on them. That was not very cash money of me. But, fuck them motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody does you wrong long enough, and you, you don't have the time for the the will for any kind of altercation with them specifically, just by, like, call the cops. That was the only time I've done it, though. And there's been, like, I, fuck, dude, I wanted to call the cops on a dude this morning. I wanted to call the company he worked for and tell him he was driving the way he was. We, um, whenever I was working with my cousin on the road, we got to, like, a blizzard in uh, the Dakotas. And, um, or maybe in Wyoming or some shit. We were up that way. And we decided we were going to stop in this fucking shitty little town. And we got stuck in their motel for like three days waiting on the blizzard to stop. Uh, the other drivers, there was two or three more trucks and their escorts. They decided they were going to keep going. And, uh, our driver was like, y'all need to call the Department of Transportation. And we were like, no, you you can do it. We don't give a fuck, but we're not doing that. And he's like, I'm fucking Canadian. Y'all call him. And so uh, Jacob and I had a moment of resolve on that one, and we decided to pretend to call him. <laughs> so, like, walk back in with the phone up to your ear, talking all about it. Be like, said there's not shit they can do. It's fucking Blizzard. They're not getting out there. So you fake snitched on somebody? Yeah, because we weren't really going to. I mean, what does that solve? They didn't, like, they got to the next town 
and decided it was too fucking shitty to drive. That makes sense. Um, is writing a bad review about a place snitching? No, that's capitalism, baby. All right, because I fucking write bad reviews a lot. I yeah, write good I, uh, reviews, but I write bad reviews, and they're fu- when they're bad, they're fucking bad, dude. Like those people might as well have killed my whole family in front of me. Bad. I I mean, I take down the whole establishment. I start making shit up too. Uh, when I rode the Yamaha, I took it to get a tire put on, and they called me and they said, "Hey, you need brake pads. We won't charge you uh, all of the labor because we've already got the tire off. Uh, do you want us to do it?" And I was like, "Yeah, do it." And um, and they had to wait on the part to get there. So ultimately, I was like, "Fuck, I could have done this," um, but. So they did my brakes, too. And when I picked the bike up, I rode, uh, like, one town over, like, 10 miles. And my back brakes just faded to nothing. Like, I had I had no back brake at all. And I was super pissed. Uh, and so I rode back to the place, and I bitched at them. And they were like, this isn't our fault. Um and I was like, well, whoever's fault it is, you need to fix my fucking brakes. And like, well, it's not our fault that it happened. I was like, all right, dude, my brakes worked fine. You told me they needed work. You worked on them. I paid you. And then my brakes didn't work after that. Um, And I left them a one-star review after I picked my bike up from them fixing it. Uh, And they called me, and they were like, hey, we just noticed your one-star review. Uh, That's not cool, man. And I was like, dude... Don't fucking call me ever again, or I'm going to add text to the review and explain what happened. Oh, why would you not add text in the first place, Rodney? Because I was just pissed off. Also, one they had few enough reviews review, that one one-star one review dropped them like half a star. But here's the thing. A one-star review, when somebody's scrolling through, they're like, oh, someone left a one-star review. That could be an ex of somebody that worked there. That could have been somebody that was just mad that they had to pay a bunch of money because their shit was shitty. Like, I, I live in a heck. small town. I know, like, most of the people who ride, and so I just told all of them, and nobody went there, and the place fucking closed. Who, who was it? Uh, it was that fucking Superbikes place that was in the church. Oh, yeah, I don't know what to do about it. Yeah, dude, I leave yeah. text with all my reviews, and, like, long text. I want people to read it, but God damn, this guy was heated. I'm feeling it, too. This place. I'm never going to Applebee's again. You're going to Applebee's? Why the no, fuck would you go to Applebee's in the first place? Cheap drinks and the maps, bro. Gotta get the maps. What? Them apps, dude. Them appetizers. I don't give a uh, fuck about appetizers. I don't need no fucking Applebee's. Yeah, they got rats. That's why I'm going to go back. Uh, Man, anyways, somebody lost their TV so, remote. That's fucking weird. So, what I was telling you about earlier, I almost called the cops on a guy today. I was actually, I wasn't going to call the cops. I was going to call the fucking company that he worked for. It was a fucking record truck, a, a rollback. And, like, you get on the highway, and it forces you to merge in the lane. Everybody, you zipper merge. One guy goes off the ramp. One guy goes from the highway. One guy goes off the ramp. One guy goes one after the other. It's fucking zipper merge. If everybody learned that, there wouldn't be traffic at off and on ramps anymore. Fucking yeah. zipper merge. So I zipper merge. I come in, and there's enough room for me to get in. This dude just keeps coming on. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? So like, I'm leaving a little bit of space between me and the car in front of me, as you're supposed to do when you're driving in traffic in case this dipshit's on his phone. He hits me, so I don't hit the guy in front of me. Uh, that's a courtesy to him, by the way. So he doesn't have to pay for this car, too. Anyway, he's fucking riding my ass super hard. I'm like, this guy is about to fucking run through my shit if I have to make even a somewhat sudden braking maneuver. He's going to run through my shit in this rollback. So the uh, lane next to us opens up to an exit-only lane. He gets over into that lane and then comes up and veers into my lane. I'm like, I'm going to let this motherfucker hit me if that's what he wants to do. I'm not budget. I ain't no fucking pussy. Mama didn't raise a bitch. So I held my ground. Apparently all he wanted to do was swerve into my lane to scare me. 
They're like, this fucking bitch. So I got up there. I got the name of his business. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you, GNS Wrecker. I'm about to call your shit. I didn't have his truck number. But I was like, fuck it. If I tell him the guy that was just on 635 and exited um, Oats, they're going to know who it was. They have to. There's tracking in these trucks now. And I was going to call him. Like, this dude was swerving all over. He ran me off the road. He was throwing beer bottles out his fucking window. Like, if I'm going to fucking say some shit, I'm going to say, like, I'm going to make it way worse than it's supposed to be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I understand what the words you're saying mean. But I didn't. Here's the thing. I didn't. Because, like, I thought about it. I was like, you know what? Fuck it, man. That guy, is, his shoe's probably going to be untied later, and he's going to piss on himself. And it's just, he's going to have a bad day anyway. It's like, Whataburger's going to fuck up his food. That's all that's going to happen. And that'll get him more than what I could have got him by calling. I'm not trying to get this guy fired just because he's going to be a cocksucker. He'd be a cocksucker on his own time and get fired for his own reasons. Yeah. That's just the thing, man. Like, there's times, like, I get tested every fucking night at my apartment. I get fucking tested, dude. I'm like, God damn it, Holy Spirit, help me. I'm about to commit some fucking crimes, dude. Like, the people above me, I've told you about them before, right? A lot, yeah. Yeah, they're awful fucking people. There's a pimp, there's a hoe. And now, they got a fucking drum set, so they're up there doing cocaine and playing the goddamn drums till fucking two in the morning. And my wife's like, I'm going to text the the front office. I'm going to text, you know, the manager. She does. The manager's like, if he keeps on, let us know. We let her know. Nothing ever fucking happened. I'm like, fuck it, dude. I'll call the cops. She's like, what are you going to tell them? Man, I'm going to tell them they're up there. I have a noise complaint. They're fucking practicing the goddamn reggae band, doing coke off the snare drum, smoking fucking pot. And she was like, <laughs> why are you going to tell them that? That's not even what we're complaining about. And I'm like, I'm complaining that they're playing the drums in the middle of the fucking night. We got kids sleeping and dogs that are trying to sleep. We're trying to sleep. It's fucking annoying, dude. She's like, why would you add everything else? And I was like, well, it's not a lot. They do so they fucking show up. Yeah, I was like, they do smoke pot. I'm pretty sure they do cocaine. I've seen them doing illegal shit before. I'm just going to put it all out there and give them everything so they have the ammunition to come in and shut the whole fucking operation down. I'll even tell them that all their names aren't on the lease. Fucking die, yo, lay shuns. And she's like, <laughs> you tell them about the smoking pot? Like, because it's illegal in Texas. And they're smoking the fucking fool's lettuce. She was like, you smoke pot. I said, listen, that's not the point. Kayla told you this? Yeah. And she's right. Yeah, she was like, you smoke pot. I was like, yeah, but I'm not out there playing the drums on people's fucking walls. And, like, the playing the drums thing, that's not a fucking, like, hyperbole. They literally got a fucking drum set. Here's the deal. The way you handle the late-night drum set is you ask them to stop. Did you do that? Well, here's the thing. No, did you ask him to stop? Nah. Why was that not the first fucking option that you tried, bud? Well, because I've had so many other bad experiences with him prior to the drums. There was a time that I got fucking pissed on because he was pissing off his balcony. There was a time he spilled the beer on me off of his balcony while I'm just trying to have a cigarette. I had to go take a shower in the middle of the night. Um, There's, like, fucking, they're always just, playing loud music off their patio and shit. But none of those are things that would lead you to believe that if you asked them to stop, that they would not do it. Here's the thing. If I'm going to go out there, because you know I don't like, like, I don't like confrontation. You know this. So if I'm going to go up there to tell them to stop, I'm going to have to work myself up. When I work myself up, I'm not going to pump myself up to a civil conversation. I'm not going to be like, whoo, looking in the mirror, slapping my face. Yeah! Let's go up there. And they get up and be like, hey, man, do you want to, like, turn it down a little bit? I'm trying to, like, take some nappy naps down here. Like, I'm going to get pumped up. I'm going to go up there with a fucking pistol. Yo, shut this shit down. I swear to God. <laughs> but then it will pop up a couple of shots. That's what I'm saying, dude. I'm going to go up there busting warning shots right off of the fucking people that goddamn door. And I, I can't get to an altercation like that. I got fucking kids. So I'll call the cops and use my text 
$100 to do my bidding for me. I, I just think that you could probably ask them to not play the drums at night. Yeah, they got plenty of time to practice during the day. They don't fucking work. You said they got hookers up there. Those bitches for sure have kids. Be like, I got kids, bitch. I think I one. Pathetic. Hookers have kids. One, and I don't even know if she's a hooker anymore because now she's coming home late at night in a subway uniform. What kind of hooker needs to work at subway? I don't know. I was watching this addiction show last night, and there was this girl that she was a fucking junkie, and she was like, I mean, she was pretty cute. Uh, but she was having her fiancé drive her to a motel so she could fucking prostitute herself for $60. And it was like, my fuck, lady. There are so many things wrong with this situation. $60 for, like, a fuck? Yeah, she was pretty good looking. Like, Is that a suck in a fuck? I don't know. It looked like more than $60 worth of pussy. I mean... But she said that she was doing it like three times a week at least. Was like going to fucking whore herself out for dope money. Oh, here's the thing, man. If you're going to toot and like, even if you're like a five, you're like decent looking. The, oh, shit, yeah. The best way to do it is go and get yourself some papers. Get tested. Get some papers. That way you can present papers. That means that you're a higher quality product. You're certified grade A Angus. Clean no preservatives. You can put that right there. Frame it. Take it with you guys. But ow, I'm clean. I got tested last week. And it's like, oh, fuck, man. This is going to be more expensive. Now, all of a sudden, your $20 blowjob just turned into a $150 blowjob. And you can man. start negating price tier. you like, all right, $150, i will blow you, but you're coming on the floor with your own hands. $175, i will blow you, and I'll jack you off onto my tits. And like 200, I'll blow you and take it in the mouth, but I'm spitting it right back out. You better move because I don't care where I'm spitting it. <laughs> I'll swallow it. Like, just fucking, you can start tearing it up, dude. You could be a top level $1,000 escort. Well, this bitch, she was into doing Dilaudid. What's Dilaudid? It's a painkiller. And she was like, uh, it's a little yellow pill, and to take it, you put it in a straw, and you crush it in your teeth, and you put it in a syringe, you shoot it up, and it's like, bitch, don't act like that's just how you take it. That's not what the shit says on the bottle. It does not say, put it in a straw, and crush it in your teeth, shoot it up into your fucking hand. <laughs> and then right after that, it says, be sure to eat right after. <laughs> Before taking, eat, eat first, and then take 40 milligrams into a straw, crushed up your teeth. It's not the way it goes. <laughs> Get into a nice, yeah. fine, granulated powder. Uh, put the provided funnel in the tip of your dick and pour that into your urethra. Oh. That's the best way to take men. Huh. I didn't know. Can you can you melt anything down and shoot it up? You mean like skills? No, 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 no. I just meant like pills, like pharmaceuticals. Could you melt down any pill and shoot it up? Yeah. I wonder if everybody, like, what, I mean, what has everybody tried, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? what's what's the limit here? Has everybody, have, have well, here's the deal. Everything? What's that? Uh, Clinically, yeah, everybody's probably tried everything. So what is, how does, is shooting it up, that just gives you the instant delivery? You get, like, the full dose all at once? Uh, Yeah, and by the nature of what you're using to do it, you can, like, really finely meter the dose. You can what? You, you can get a very exact dose. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, you're looking at way smaller increments uh, going straight in and getting processed at once. Huh. So you can fine-tune that for the perfect ride. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Fucking lame, yeah, I, um... Hmm, I don't know, man. 
Has anybody I mean, found a way to shoot up weed? Um, imagine concentrating your high, your your marijuana high, for like your let's say your three hours. What, what do you t- typically like three hours is like how stoned you're gonna how long you're gonna be stoned for? It depends on how you're like using it, but like getting stoned, like, like uh, smoking. Yes, yeah, I feel like smoking. All of the really high part is like the first hour. Okay, so you'd say like you split a joint between you and your bro man, and y'all split you split a bone, yeah, and you get high like maybe ninety minutes of of stoned with you know the remaining of the two hours is just like residual like yeah my eyes are still kind of yeah. Yeah. So. What if you could concentrate that into 20 minutes of a ride? That probably wouldn't like, be fun. Have you not been so high that you got really uncomfortable before? Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah, it's like you remember what it's like to get too fucking stoned. Like, there's such a thing, and it's not that hard to get there. But after you get there, the only way to fix it is to keep smoking. <laughs> no, that's for real. Like, you smoke a little bit more, and it mellows you out from that. To the point where, like, you smoke enough to where it's like, God damn, I don't even feel high anymore. Yeah. Um, somebody made some real badass edibles, and that was probably the last time that I got way too fucked up. Um, but I went to bed because I saw it coming. Like, I knew what was going to happen. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I was still dab- pretty fucking high when I woke up the next day. I took a dab in the wrong mindset and had a panic attack. Man, I've had dabs do me right and do me wrong. Like, the first time I dabbed, I did two in a row, and I got way too fucked up. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. But then, back when I was fucking all about dabbing, it's like I would just do dabs all day, and I was fine. Uh, The only thing I like about doing dabs like that is like, all right, wake up, you hit one, it's like, all right, got some shit to do. Whereas, like, smoking weed, like, you got a bong full of weed, you're, like, hanging out for a minute. That's a that's a 30-minute ordeal with three Yeah, getting really stoned with weed takes half an hour. Well, yeah, you just sit there, you smoke a bong for, like, 30 minutes. You you could take just, like, a couple hits off a bong, but it's like you're not going to be stoned for what you're doing. You take a dab, and you're like, all right, I'm one hour's worth of high for, like, two hours. Yeah. Yeah, in... In five minutes, you can get stoned as fuck. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's time efficient. Yeah. Um, were you... I guess you weren't with me when we had the Lone Wolf Cookout and uh, we made the fajitas over at Jackson's Dad's. And that was like... I hadn't smoked in six months and I hit a dab with Chris and Brandon and I got too fucking high to function. And I couldn't go in the meat market. That was fucked up. Yeah. That was too much. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, that was one of those, I want this to be over kind of things. Not to the point, like, because sometimes you get really dab high. You're like, fuck, I'm so blazed, but this is fun. I can't do shit. Yeah, because it, well, it also depends on, like, what... Like, because, I mean, you can have the same situation with weed where you're like, I'm too fucked up to do a damn thing, but I'm really enjoying myself. Uh, yeah, true. Like, sometimes you just get a strain that gets you that super fucked up self-aware high where you're like, fuck it, this is, this is what it is. I'm not freaking out, but really couldn't if I tried. That's like smoking the fucking pen, dude, like the cartridges. I don't get that kind of high ever. Like, the high that I get is never like, fuck, dude, like, I can't do anything right now. Usually, it's just like, fuck, it's really pretty out here. I think that the pins have gotten me really, really stoned, but it doesn't seem to last very long. It lasts for me, but it's just not what weed or dabs do. It's not like, I've never gotten stupid high to where I couldn't function off of one of these. Um, I have I really smoke- fucking... I smoked one from here to Plano in the car. And then I went into a grocery store and I was too fucked up to be in a grocery store. 
I mean, I've I've been high to be a little bit paranoid off of it. Anyways, I gotta go. I gotta fucking go in and get some cigarettes. I'll uh. Oh yeah, there's a fucking booger on my phone. Um, I think that's all I have there. What do you think, man? Do you think uh, I could slim some of that stuff down and and change some words around to to make uh, a solid 15 minute set? I mean, you can fucking try. Like, do you think it it that's a worthy set of doing like a 15 minute open mic night? I think there could be some funny shit in there. Like, I think that um, the physical. What? The physical thing? Yeah, getting molested by a fucking man with one eye. I think that's hilarious. I think my favorite part of that is running around, like, the part where I'm talking about running around screaming for the ghost of Chris Hansen. Like, Chris <laughs> Hansen's not fucking dead. Yeah. So when you, if you think of rape, you think of him. He's a fucking rapist. Uh, not being a snitch, I think that one could go somewhere. Yeah, until you start telling people that you're a snitch. Well, the whole point of that story was to talk shit about my neighbors. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd call the cops on my neighbors for sure. (laughs) What do you think about the pick in the nose thing? you think that's unrelatable? I mean, I'm sure that some people will relate to you picking your nose. But either way, is it funny or too gross? Nobody's really tapping into booger jokes anymore. Oh, man. All right, we'll get back to that next week. I got to go in. All right, man. Talk to you later. I just wanted to interrupt you saying, oh, man. (laughs) Okay. All right, church.